puts all places together. Here we believe that our lives are connected to one another and rooted in God's inclusive and expansive love for diverse creation. I'm Pastor Colleen, pastor of All Places Together and podcast host. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, take a deep breath. Today's episode is called Created Whole. Happy Reconciling in Christ Sunday, friends of all places together. One of the ways that APT lives out our core affirmation, God loves you, whoever you are, is by being a member of an organization called Reconciling Works. This is a Lutheran organization that focuses on increasing the welcome, inclusion, and celebration of the queer community in Lutheran spaces, as well as advocacy and education for and about the LGBTQIA2S plus community as a whole, too. Churches and organizations that are members of Reconciling Works are given the designation of being a Reconciling in Christ community. One Sunday a year, all 1,002 of us celebrate our common commitment to God's expansive and inclusive gospel. And that Sunday is today. The theme for this year is created whole. We are each whole people that are made up of many intersecting identities. Our gender identity and expression, sexual orientation, race, the way our bodies work and minds work and experience the world are all amazing aspects of us. Each person is a whole. None of us are less than anyone else. For our celebration here at All Places Together, we will listen to scriptures selected by Pastor A.J. Hausman followed by her sermon on these passages. A little bit about Pastor AJ. Pastor AJ uses pronouns like she and her, and she put together all of the resources that we are drawing from for today, as well as some other ones that we'll be featuring on social media. Pastor AJ is the called pastor and host of the podcast 10 Foot Poll Conversations about the Uncomfortable Bible. She loves to talk about the Bible and how, through learning its original languages and contexts, we can live fully into our calling from God as whole, loving, and unique children of God. She has a degree in finance and economics from the University of Northern Iowa and a Master's of Divinity from the United Lutheran Seminary. She has served in various ministries in Iowa, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Pastor AJ currently lives in South Carolina with her wife, Carly, and their daughter, Finley. The readings she selected and the sermon she gives points to the powerful truth that we are each and every one of us created whole by God. The first reading for today comes from Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. This is the newest NRSV version. Now a man from the house of Levi went and married a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a fine baby, she hid him three months. When she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and plastered it with bitnam and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds on the bank of the river. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her attendants walked beside the river. 
She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to bring it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying and she took pity on him. This must be one of the Hebrews' children, she said. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Yes. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child and nurse it for me, and I will give you wages. So the woman took the child and nursed it. When the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. Here ends the reading. Next, I'm going to share Psalm 139, verses 1 to 10, and then 13 to 15. And finally, verse 23 to. This is from the Evangelical Lutheran Worship Translation. Lord, you have searched me out. O Lord, you have known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You trace my journeys and my resting places and are acquainted with all my ways. Indeed, there is not a word on my lips, but you, O Lord, know it all together. You encompass me behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain to it. Where can I go then from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make the grave my bed, you are there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold me fast. For you yourself created my inmost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will thank you because I am marvelously made. Your works are wonderful and I know it well. My body was not hidden from you. While I was being made in secret and woven in the depths of the earth. Search me out, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my restless thoughts. Here ends the psalm. And finally, I've just got a few verses here from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 23 to 29. And we are back to the newest NRSV for this one. Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur, you may believe. Here ends the reading. 
Now we'll hear from Pastor AJ, her sermon, Created Whole. When I was growing up, I loved to play outside. I loved to catch frogs in our pond, go canoeing and climbing trees. I loved to play football and soccer. I wore cargo pants. I knew how to use a saw and a hammer. And most of the time, I was dirty. Apparently, these are things that only boys are supposed to do. I was supposed to play inside with dolls and tea sets. I got called a tomboy a lot, and I hated it. I hated how it made me feel ashamed of who I was. Some of you may think, I've heard girls call that before. What's wrong with that? This label made me question who I was to my very core. And it comes with the connotation that I wasn't a real girl because of the way I acted or the way I dressed. I wasn't pink enough. There was a little too much blue coming out in my personality and my appearance. There was this box labeled girl that I was supposed to fit in. And when I didn't fit in it just right, I got called names. There might be many of you out there that identify with this story that the pink and blue dichotomy just doesn't make sense to you either. It took me a long time to claim my identity. I am a woman and I don't need a man to do anything for me. Tea time is boring and I didn't need to practice with dolls to be a good parent. I am bold, loud, strong, and fearless. I wear blue and I prefer whiskey over wine and I kill my own spiders. For many years though, I struggled deeply with my identity. I was torn apart from the inside out of who I knew myself to be and who I thought I needed to be to fit in. There was violence and chaos within me. And for a good 15 years of my life, I was in a mask, hiding the true me, trying to convince everyone, including myself, that I was everything that they wanted to me to be. But I wasn't. Many young people find themselves wrestling with gender identity. Some discover themselves to be transgender, some non-binary, and some that just don't fit into the societally prescribed boxes of blue and pink. I'd be lying if I told you I had it all figured out for myself. But when I stopped trying to be someone that I wasn't, and began to understand who I was and how God loved me, not despite, but because of my gender personality, is when I finally understood what it meant to be at peace. We hear Jesus talk about peace, but when we think to be at peace, we are conditioned to think of peace as the absence of war. Our experience and teachings have taught us this, that peace is merely the absence of violence and chaos. It's silence and stillness. It's inaction. So I have to ask, does that sound like something Jesus would give us? Jesus, the guy who flipped over tables to fight injustice? Jesus, who spoke out publicly about injustices happening in the government and the church? Jesus, who became a wanted man because of these teachings and kept on teaching. Jesus, the guy who was willing to die 
to stand up for the justice of humanity. I have a very hard time believing that Jesus was like, hey guys, I would just like to leave you with the absence of war, tension, and violence before I die so that you can live passively. No. The peace Jesus gives here is irene, which comes from the Greek word iro. Iro means to join, tie together into a whole. The peace that is irene is God's gift of wholeness. That is a much different kind of peace. Peace that is wholeness. Wholeness. That is what Jesus wants for us. How often in our lives do we spend weighed down by stress and anxiety, feeling unsure of ourselves, or feeling like there's something wrong with you? Yeah, I feel that. What would it look like for you in your life to have a Rene, this wholeness? Peace in ourselves that is wholeness is not just the absence of tension. It is the presence of love and a fulfilling life of being who you are and knowing that you are worthy in exactly the way that God created you. Each of us has to find it in ourselves. You are already a whole person. You just have to find it deep within you. Find the whole person that God created, not the one that others think you should see. Have you heard the story of Moses finding his arena? The Exodus reading for this morning is about the beginning of Moses' life. We don't include this in the Revised Common Lectionary, which is the set of readings we hear each Sunday for worship, so you may not have read this since you were in Sunday school. See, Moses was born a Hebrew in Egypt. Yeah, 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 we know this much. We know the story of Moses being put in the basket and sent down the river where he was safely scooped out by Pharaoh's daughter. But what you may never have considered before now is this very moment shaped his entire identity. His sister Miriam watches over him as he floats down the river and then basically tricks the Egyptian princess into letting Moses' own mother care for him at this early time of his life. So he is grounded in his identity as a Hebrew during this time. Then he is raised into adulthood as the son of an Egyptian princess. He would have learned their language and customs. He would have learned who the important people were and where they lived. He would have learned their dress, culture, food, rules, their ritual and religion, and their very way of living. Then Moses has an internal struggle with his identity. He is both Egyptian and Hebrew. He is both the oppressor and the oppressed. And the intersection of his core identity is in turmoil, so he runs away. He is looking for his Irene. But that violence and that chaos is raging inside him as he wrestles with who he is. Is he a traitor? Is he somehow created wrong for who he is? But God knows. God has made him and shaped him and knows exactly who he is supposed to be. God reveals his Irene. But how? Did you ever stop and wonder, why Moses? Why this guy? 
Was it just because he was in the right cave at the right time? Could God have just chosen any random Hebrew person? I don't think so. Moses' intersectional identity made him uniquely qualified for the task that God was calling him. The great I am said, go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people out of Egypt. You. You who knows my people and you who knows them. You who can feel the pain of your siblings and you who can talk to them and be invited into spaces that no one else can. You who knows their culture and our culture. You who loves them and loves us. You are the guy. You are created for this. God knew his otsam. In our psalm for today, we hear that God knows us deeply, that God knit us together in our mother's womb. In verse 15, it says in the ELW translation, My body was not hidden from you, while I was being made in secret and woven in the depths of the earth. The word we see here as body is otsam. In Hebrew, it is our frame, our bones, our substance. God knows Moses' otsam, his substance. And when it is revealed to him, he finds his irene and responds to God's call. God created and revealed my otsam too. And God created and is revealing your otsam, your substance. What is your otsam? Who is the person that God uniquely and intricately wove together to be you? Each of us has to find that in ourselves, that you are already this whole person. Today is the day that you are called to be you, to find your Irene, because God wants you, not a you that is hidden or a you that tempers your personality or your identity to fit what other people think you should be. Maybe you're gay. Maybe you're a lesbian or bisexual or pansexual or asexual or heterosexual. If you know that about yourself, you are already one step closer to finding your Irene and the otsam that God created in you. Maybe you are male. Maybe you are female. Maybe you are transgender or non-binary. Or maybe you don't know yet. Or maybe you just wish we would stop putting girls in pink clothes and boys in blue clothes and live into the diversity of gender expressions and identities without expectations. Guess what? God created your Otsem too and called you exactly you. Not despite who you are, but because you are who you are. When you find your Irene and your Otsem, there you will find your call from God. Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. May the gift of the Irene of Jesus Christ be with you always. Amen. Thank you, Pastor AJ, for those words of encouragement and hope that we continue to get to know ourselves so that we can discover all of who God created us to be.
that we can know the peace of Christ deep in our bones and take joy in who we are. Prayer for Being Created Whole. Loving Creator, you knit us together and created our innermost beings. You created us loved, worthy, and unique. You created us LGBTQIA+, BIPOC, neurodiverse, and physically diverse. Help us to find our wholeness in you and live into our divinely inspired purpose. Guide us to unfold your story of love. Amen. Thank you for joining us at All Places Together. We hope you experienced God's love for you and the world in today's episode. If you're part of a Lutheran congregation that isn't a Reconciling in Christ community, you can learn more about the process on the Reconciling Works website that is linked in the show notes. Also, there are many ways to be a welcoming, inclusive, accessible, and justice-seeking congregation. Being RIC is just one of those. So regardless of any designations your community may or may not have, always remember that your welcome and affirmation may matter to anyone who is a little or a lot different from society's norms. The All Places Together community is gathering for a special Zoom event called All Questions Together on Monday, February 13th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to know what questions you have about God, the Bible, and living out your faith in 2023. It will be a time of all questions, no answers, and no judgment. Your questions will help shape the community life of all places together for the coming months. The link to sign up is in the show notes and on socials. Bring your favorite mug and your favorite evening beverage, and let's question together. Thank you, as always, to our mission partners, the Virginia Synod and the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Being church together is so important. Thank you for all of those individuals who financially give to empower the ongoing work of APT. If you would like to make a gift, you can give through our website, allplacestogether.org. Scroll to the bottom where it says Give to APT, and you'll be directed to our giving platform. Even small one-time gifts of $5 or $10 or monthly gifts of the same amount add up to make a big difference. We know it can be hard to give financially. We celebrate all of the ways you share the stories of all places together with the people in your life and engage with us online throughout the week. This week, we'll be sharing more prayers from the Created Whole RIC Sunday materials. I hope you'll share those to your stories and tag those that you want to be sure know that they are created whole too. Until next time, remember that God loves you wherever, whoever, and however you are.